This is Grown Up Sex Ed, the podcast that will give you the sex education you always wished for in high school. And it's definitely not your mother's sex ed. Your host is sex therapist Sue McGarvey. In this, the first of an ongoing series of safe, erotic, grown-up, hands-on sex ed, we visit the dungeon of an upscale dominatrix, Evil Eva, living in a huge suburban home. Accompanied by Mistress Storm, we'll explore the upscale dungeon and show the implements of kink that both dominatrixes apply to their willing male and female submissives. Oh, by the way, full video can be found at grownupsexed.ca. Here is Sue McGarvey. So here we are at the home of the lovely, the very lovely, Mistress Evil Eva. And I have met her a couple of times in different different scenarios, and uh, and she's always been gracious and lovely, and she's got lots of interesting things to say about the, about life instead of an alternative lifestyle and BDSM community. We are joined by Karmic Lover. Spartacus is uh, kneeling down, and this is this is <laughs> this is Mr. Storm who's using him as a bench. So I'm going to join you and sit over here. And we're gonna, I want to thank you again for, uh, for including us in your living room. So this is the chance where we get to ask questions. So if there are questions in terms of the chat, please um, join in. Most important thing is make sure you admit people. Yeah. Okay. So you've been running this as kind of a, a BDSM-friendly community for how long? Four years. Four years. Can you tell me the story about how you got into this? Well, I wanted to have my feet massaged. And my friend said, why don't you join FetLife? This way you have a lot of men who would love to massage your feet. And I said, for free? And she said, yes, for free. And I thought, okay, let's try it. Now she knows I'm a diva and my name is Eva. So she named me Evil Diva. And she put in the ad in FetLife to have someone massage my feet. And that's how I started, and okay. it has been beautiful ever since. So you you've met your your life partner through this. Yes, I have. And you've been able to sort of evaluate. And then you started to host small gatherings. Yes, we started to host parties because we didn't find really good parties going on in Ottawa. So we thought, why don't we do it? That's true. And you have some great parties. I've been to one of your parties, and your parties are awesome. Thank you. Okay, and and Storm, you also have quite a story about how you started. You just, you, you, you knew from the time you were what? In your teens that you yeah, were a bit kinky? Yeah, you high school-ish and you went to fetish parties. And, and, and you just knew that you were, more, you had an inclination to lean that way? Yeah, like I was just going to the parties all the time, dressed the way, went to a lot of other kinky parties in my early 20s. And then it was my wedding day that I had the yeah, a moment where I was kind of bored. And uh, on your wedding day, you were bored. Yeah, I was bored. It was a reception, and I happened to know there was a fetish party underneath where we were having a reception. Wow. So I was like, um, can we like, get out of here? <laughs> so I took him downstairs to this club that you know, it's like eight people in there. It was pathetic in a small city outside of Ottawa. And, uh-huh. and uh, I never hit anybody or like played or anything. I just observed for a few years, and then somebody handed me a paddle, and so I had this long dress on, he was in his tux, put him on a cross, and that was it. It was like 25, 26. And he paddled him. And it and was real. And he, did he like it? Yeah. 
And you really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you were able to to sort of do this. And now you do more of that for the community. Yeah. Now it's more of a passion. Now it's more of a passion. Time is fast. All right. That's great. All right. Karmic Lover, what about you? How did did it evolve for you? Uh, A partner, one of my partners at the time that I was dated, he he was very much into the kink community. And uh, he asked me if I wanted to come along to one of the uh, kink play parties. And I said, absolutely. And uh, yeah, and I just haven't looked back. Perfect. All right, Spartacus. I was going to up. it up for a minute if you could. <laughs> that would be great. So I uh, was uh, volunteering at the obsession, working the door, and um, I always had a kinky side to me. Um, and that's how I got to explore it was um, through just fat life, and uh, it grew on me. Um, never thought I'd be a masochist, but uh, the first time I actually felt the endorphins from pain, I finally understood what, what why there is that. So maybe you can explain that a little bit further, because there's a lot of people that describe subspace, and I, you know, I I, I don't like pain at all, so I don't get that. I don't even like I don't like exercise generally. I so, don't like pain either. So so tell me how that that's evolved for you. I think that's a really interesting point. Um. It's a lot, that level of trust allowing someone to control you and not hurt you seriously, but to bring you to that level where you just suddenly go into a Zen place where at first, yes, it's hurting. And eventually your body just kind of says, no, we're good. We're going to eliminate this pain. Um, I can't describe it unless you actually feel it for yeah, the first that's, time. Okay, that's fair. So in terms of you are also a switch. Yes. Um, so can you explain what that means for people? So it took a while for me to actually strike a woman um, who, even if they, you know, um, were asking me to. And then it was a comfort level. Um, eventually, knowing that that's what they wanted, I was able to. And that's my thing is uh, find out what your partner wants and try and deliver. Okay. All right. In terms of, and, and being able to do that. So, so if you guys were to define kinky, you know, as a sex therapist, I think that a lot more people than, than, than they even know are kinky. It's, and kink is the one thing that crosses every age, orientation, culture, gender. So it's, it's the giving and receiving, taking away of power is the one thing that said it crosses all all levels of people. So, so for me as a sex therapist, I think that everybody's got something, and I mean like everybody. Mm-hmm. So, what do you, would you say in terms of being defined as kinky? How would you define that? I like flogging. <laughs> oh, you're lovely. All right. So you have, and so you get, you get. So it just, it just, you just enjoy it. And somebody who also enjoys being flogged, it's just really, really fun for you. Oh, I love molesting them while I'm flogging that. <laughs> well, and that brings me to a really good question because I come from a sex point of view. So to me, if if there is a play in terms of kink, I want it to be there to be an orgasm, usually mine, at the end of it. Right. So, but there is a lot of people that for whom kink is just kink. It is nothing to do with, it's not sexual. That's right. For you, it is because you like to molest them. I would say that for me, it absolutely is. But would you feel that it's all sexual? Mine, no. Not yours. So you're here for example. It's sexualized. 
But for me, there's no sex involved. Right. Almost ever. From like, the day I met her, it was over a year before her and I had sex. Oh, yeah. He took, I made him court me for a whole year. All right. Only kissing me, and that was it. And that was but it. no, um, I like the endorphins. I like the energy play. I love getting people to that subspace. The time where space and like where time and space don't even exist anymore. Like the high, you know, it's a release for them. It's a release for me. But it's not really, it's actually not about sex. Sex can be part of it. I get that. I'm just saying that for Mm. people, like for somebody that comes from a sex point of view, for me, it's always about sex. And so I always, I found Mm -hmm. that unusual. And so it's, it's, it's an interesting when I translate for people, that difference for everybody seems to think about it for sex and some people not. They just want to be tied up and that's exciting. And, and the one, the one party was that you're like that? No, I was going to say for me, it depends on the situation that I'm in. So like here, like at a play party, um, like this evening, it's just all about kink and it's all about me relinquishing control to my play partner um, and being at the mercy of somebody else. Whereas in the bedroom, yes, there is kink play, but I also find that very sexy as well. So it depends on the situation that I'm in. So the one time I was, the one party I was here, I was here. Um, and we're going to go downstairs and show everybody this space and how it works in the dungeon and all the toys. So stay tuned, people. Um, but it was really interesting because there was a young woman there and she was, she, you had a hook and she was tying herself up. She was, she was tying herself up and she had a hook and she was doing that. And she had a girlfriend that would come over and occasionally tie a knot. And she was the happiest thing. She didn't want anybody else to be participating. She just wanted to tie herself up, and this was a safe place for her to do that. Mm-hmm. So that was, a, again, it's the interesting thing. So, so, you know, I know as a therapist that there is no one size fits all, but it's adding those pieces in terms of doing that. So, so the first time I met Valdiva was on the storm. It had a party on the Friday and didn't feel like going out. So I came myself, um, sweatpants, sweatshirt, and eventually I looked like this. Right. Um, within 20 minutes, she had me downstairs up on the, uh, well, you'll see, but in the living room in front of everyone and started playing with me, asked me, of course, first, talked to me, et cetera. But we've been best friends since. Oh, that's a, that's a great story. And one story I tell often is that um, she was hitting me and I've got a high pain threshold. Um, at some point she said, you're not flinching. And I said, you haven't made me yet. Oh dear! Did, did you have to up your game? Oh yeah, I, I don't she like it. You know my level. Uh, just don't like it when he doesn't like it. Doesn't that and that was the brat in me saying, "Yes, mm-hmm. I can take more." Ah. I started flinching after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that interesting? Okay. So, is there anything that you would say to somebody who's who's really nervous, who wants to try it for the first time, and really scared? They think it's all you know. You know, if, for people in Ottawa, we are in a suburban Nepean neighborhood. Um, but there are other places that are a little more, um, a little more daunting, right? If you, you know, there's some, there's a, there's a dungeon in Vanier, there's some, there's another one in the East End and you don't, but you don't know it's really discreet. But if you're saying, okay, I'm so scared I'm going to come, you know, and you had cookies and, you know, we had tea together (laughs) and it's, it's all very warm and fuzzy and there's places to park and it's well lit and it's safe. But if people were, were scared for the first time to come, what advice would you give them? We always take permission before we do anything. And that's everybody in the kitchen. Everybody. Yeah. You have to ask permission first. And then there are three signs. There's yellow, orange, and red. 
when you say yellow, that means that you're almost not taking it. Right. Orange means you, you've almost reached that level. That's it. Right. Red means stop immediately. There's no question. Stop everything immediately. And there's always uh, the respect has got to be there. We have to respect each other. We have to respect each other's boundaries. And after the uh, flogging is done, then there is the aftercare, the mm -hmm. hugging, the making sure that the other person is, is coming down off that high and in a safe environment is feeling comfortable. It's very important. It is very important. So if they were starting, you'd say that there is a number of different places. And certainly this one is, is a great, one of the reasons I wanted to start here, because it's a great first place. But there are people from calling, we have people calling from Florida, we've got people calling from Montreal and our Montreal and Toronto chapters, and they don't have access to the Lovingness Eva here. Um, and so they're afraid to go. But you would say that the, sort of the rules sort of apply universally. You can do whatever you like. Stop whenever you want. Start whenever you want. You are in charge. Okay. I would say, um, you know, because um, I deal, I do events also somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I do found on mostly, but um, I would say honestly, like start out on fat life. Mm -hmm. If you want to, if you're a stranger, yes, I so move from city to city to city. I'll, like I've been to Florida, New York, you know, mm -hmm. Peterborough, Toronto, PEI, all in the fetish communities there, and go on fat life. Great place. Um, go that to Munch. That's FedLife.com, right? The yes. Munches. And Munches, it took, it took me a I mean, bit. right now because of COVID, that's not happening. I right? know. So, you know, contact people, find mistresses, find other people, um, mm -hmm. contact them saying, you know, are you, I'm new to the community. I know COVID's here. Can, Can you, you talk to me? Or, you know, okay, wait till COVID. And there was, there was always the language, right? I remember it took me, took me, you know, the first, even, you see, the munches means that there's food involved. Yes. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, it wasn't like nobody's, nobody's sucking on your neck or anything. It, was, no, it, took, no, it took a little while. Most of the munches are held at uh, local bars yeah, or restaurants. So, right. you know, it's just like-minded people getting together for a drink. I know, but if you are, you know, a suburban person and thinking about that, you have no idea what a munch is. And you think, yeah. oh my God, people are going to eat me. Right? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> but it becomes that that place of saying, let's start at the beginning. And then you know? you're going to meet someone at an event that, oh, yeah, I saw you at the munch, you know, and yeah. hopefully talk to them. Perfect. All right. So in terms of, of tonight and how we're going to lay tonight out, um, we have uh, we have a, it's an interesting activity. Now, what, how long would a scene normally last for you? Um, it's, if it's I would say like 45 minutes. On average, it really depends on the scene itself. Okay. So we're going to move downstairs, and we are going to go ahead and tour what is the dungeon. And we're what I'd love for you guys to do is explain some of the toys you have, because are these all your toys down here? Some of them, some oh, of them are cars. All right. So let's go have a look at the toys. Let's go have a look at the dungeon and see what, what all of that entails. And then I know that you said that you have... Karmic lover mm -hmm. and Spartacus said you are going to show how those implements are used on them in particular. Is that fair? Yep. All right, let's go. All right. All right, everybody, are we good? Everybody's following it. If for whatever reason, yes. We'll just yeah. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. 
How's the filming going? All right. So here we are. So what we wanted to do was we wanted to start with. Okay. Adjusting him. That's fine. <laughs> well, the point of the harness is for her control. She can attach <laughs> things to it, front and back, exactly. Just grab them. Okay. We just try that. Perfect. So here we are. This is this is your dungeon. Otherwise known as the Red Room of Pain. Yes. <laughs> yes. I need to get my cuffs. Go get your cuffs. So. The lovely Asima, would you would you please talk to us about your toys? Um, um, Mr. Storm. Mr. Storm is the expert. The expert huh? in toys. In, the, in toys. I have toys. I have toys. <laughs> Can I you show them. us? Can you show us what, what toys you have and what works? Okay. Um, the kind of an order here. So what she's picking up are floggers. Those were handmade for me, and they're beautiful. They are beautiful. Vancouver, all the different colors. I yeah, know, it's a great sensation play. Uh huh. So, so yes. So you're going to show us how you how they they work on. Yeah. I like to use this one. Soft. I have one soft because similar. it doesn't hurt as much. I know. I have. I actually have one quite similar. My story is I'm with a girlfriend at um, Mr. Leather's show, and I was looking for the softest one. And Mr. Leather is, um, is primarily a gay male event. So there's two blondes wandering around looking for floggers. And I had her stand up and I flogged her and I tried all of the floggers that she had to try the softest one. So, but nobody paid any attention to us. In any other place, I think we would have stopped traffic. But in that place, in a whole room full of gay men, we had, uh, we had nobody, nobody paid any attention to us. No, so, I know. It's good, it's good to have floggers. Okay, go ahead. I also like to use this one because it also doesn't hurt as much and I can control where to hit and where. So it's just the example, right? So yeah, so how would you do that? Usually, so if you, okay. I like the ass. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not he's not flinching at all. No, uh, yeah, put your back into it even. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hurt him too much just yet. Just yet. Okay. There is a warm-up here. There is a okay. So that's important safety tip number two. Yeah. Okay. So what else do you like to use? So you get the flogger. I like to use this one. Okay. Because it makes a lot of sound. Great. The poor man, he's going to have a blue ass in no time. Now, some people like to use this. Okay. Yeah, that's, and this is made of leather. Mm -hmm. And some like to use the wooden ones. Mm -hmm. I prefer the leather because, again, the sound is great. Yes. <laughs> and again, he's already getting blue here and here. Yeah, that's, yeah. And here. These are broken blood vessels. So we have to, yeah, be careful here with him. 
and here and here. But he likes it. Okay. All right. So let's just check in. Spartacus, do you like it? Can you go? Yes? Sure. <laughs> I'm not at that place yet. Okay. So you have lots of other toys. <laughs> like as an example, you have things like this. Oh yeah, this is cute. This is Mr. Storms, or these are yours. These are just the you've all shared the they look really, they look really nasty. Actually, they're not. They're not? No. I always try it on myself first just to be sure what it does. <laughs> I don't. That's funny. I like <laughs> I like to know exactly what I'm doing, and that's why I try it on me. Okay, just to be on the safe side. Wow. Okay, so, so that's, that's fun. Okay, so Spartan, this one is the worst one for you. Not that I'm going to go right there. I just, I just want to um, know. Like, canes and paddles. Canes it's a love paddles. Hate. It's, it's a, a love hate thing. All right, so canes and a paddle. So you've got the, like the wooden paddles. Like the, I always say, if you have the bigger ones that that spread a lot of, like that's big, like that's, ow, that hurts, that hurts. Like, I'm sorry, but that hurts. We don't want to see you beaten like that. I'm sure other people do, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> they have, they have the, what about the plexiglass? How's that? Or, or something like this. Ooh. Oh, the plastic would hurt. Is it? Well, oh, ouch. Yes. I don't like it at all. Okay. So. <laughs> So what, uh, so you have a love-hate thing with the canes and the, I don't know, but, and a whole mess of floggers. So I think the most ones are these elegant, right? Your elegant crops. Uh, this is, this is almost the same as this. Okay. So they're, they're, yes, you're right. They're almost the same. Except this one is a bit longer. Is a bit longer. Okay. So is there anything that you would, would you consider your favorite? Usually this is my favorite. Okay. <laughs> because I get tired before he gets tired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that works. Storm, yes. Come on, take over, please. Take over. Uh -huh. What do I do with you? What have you already had done to you? Uh -huh. Just a little warm up. Just a little warm up. <laughs> Try the cane yet? Any more cane. <laughs> warm up, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Okay, so, show the cane. so show me the cane. Which one is the cane? No, I'm okay. Um, I'll warm you up. It'll be fine. <laughs> He's such a baby. So these are canes. Oh. These straight ones. I have some other rattan ones, but they hurt more. Surprisingly enough, the rattan will hurt more. Because it's a bend? Yeah. And it's it's wood. Well, this is more of an even. Okay. So they look more threatening, but they're really not. They look really scary. They do, but they're really fun uh -huh, for you. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's that's important. It's really about you, right? It's about my joy, not his. I agree. <laughs> his joy is my joy. See, doesn't hurt, does it? Oh, see, it'd be fine. Think about it. Now, when you're caning, big safety thing. If you don't know what you're doing, put your hand there. Okay. It's better you hit your hand than their back. Yeah. I know what I'm doing now. 
See, it's not that bad, is it? Love it. You love it. That's right. And this will have more, but it's going to hurt less because there's a fan and it kind of spreads out the paint. Right. Or this would hurt a lot more. How are you doing? Can you check in with me? I'm good. Okay. Now, I mean, um, sometimes it's just one spot that you don't want struck again. You're you're good to go for more, but so I sometimes wait for them to hit that one spot, and I'll go not there. Okay. And so they can continue. They know that like that's you know a limit. Um, yeah, it's something I've learned myself. If I start to rise, I'm. It's getting to yellow. Okay. And this is the dragon's tail. It's quite painful. There's a <laughs> lot of marks. You ready? She said that wasn't so nasty. No, it's not so bad. But... <laughs> kind of tickled. Kind of tickled? Yeah. And then I'll show you the dragon's tongue. Okay, the dragon's tongue. Okay, which is similar to this, which is split. There it is, it's on, it's on there. Right oh, there. there it is. Since so you just scratch it again, like, oh, yes. How's that feel? Good? Feels good, good mistress. Good, good. Thank you, good. mistress. Good. <laughs> See, there you go. All right. You can do it. One more. One more. There you go. Good boy. Great. So if you are, so you're playing this space and you get, can you show us the, the apparatus and what you would do on these? <laughs> you can. <laughs> okay, that was an evil laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I meant that in a nice way. Show them how it works. Move that out of the way. So I really have no idea what this is called, mm -hmm. but this is how you use it. So does anybody, if anybody has any questions, if anybody, hope oh, I'm here. If anybody has any questions, mm -hmm. they can add it to the chat feature. So and we can ask, ask questions that, you know, you're dying for me to ask that I have not thought of, by all means. I know you're both riveted as to what, what these lovely two ladies are doing. Poor Spartacus. It's the, it's the, can I just, I'm just going to touch you here. Just the heat. Yeah, it's not bad. Looks, looks worse than it feels. Now, this is used for pegging. Pegging. Yes. It's the right height, for and sure. Ripping. And pegging, by the way, for people that don't know, is when you get fucked up the ass with a dildo. Okay. And a strap on. And a strap on. There you go. Important safety tips. So yeah. people, some people, you're right. Some people don't know. So if you were standing there, for me. it's yep. perfect for you. This is yours. Right? This is the height I use. Now, some people are taller. They would remove this. Huh. So there are many different things we can do to accommodate. Okay, so you, yeah. your strap-ons is a very personal thing. You have them in different spots, or because I don't see any strap-ons here. No, no, they're hidden away. They're, they're hidden away. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they're not for beginners. No, no. Well, everybody's a beginner at some point. Mm -hmm. But this is a 
So we're just going to leave him there for a bit. <laughs> Thank you, you can figure it way, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. All right. So you have, we have, he does love this product. Yeah, first year. And, and you have a different, obviously, different role than Spartacus does. Can you explain yours? How you like, how, you know, how you like it? Or are you just, you're just there at your mistress's pleasure? Or um, I'm, I'm there for, yeah, my um, mistress's pleasure as well. Okay, yeah. so however she does the same kind of rules apply. Same rules, yeah. I'm not quite as, um, I don't take the impact quite as much as Spartacus does, so yeah. Yeah. And, and I like more of the, like, as well as toys, I like body-to-body um, -body contact as well. So um, Mr. Steve is kind of... Um, uh, molesting. Can you can you yes. give me an example? Can you <laughs> I haven't played. Okay. Okay. Pressure. Yeah. So this would be my first time. Okay. That's why it has to be mutual, and you have to do it well, otherwise you spoil the game. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. I say that about menage a trois very often, right? You got to <laughs> It's a dance you got to do carefully, or you spoil the broth for yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to put her up here? I, I I would like to do something visual, although we're show, we are showing back here. So we are, so you are here. Yeah. You're doing great. Thank you. And you look fabulous. Look at the legs. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I got the legs that I wish we had. Okay. So you are here and this feels comfortable for you? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, because we talked a bit about that, that, that piece between arousal and pain. So mm -hmm. this is, is her, her touching you. Mm -hmm. Aw, that's nice. We all miss hugs and COVID, mm -hmm. we really do. She feels so good. Yes. Oh, you feel good. I love hugging you. I'm going to whip you now. Thank you. I'm going to get Okay. So Show it, show it, show it, show it. This is mine. It's very cute. It is really cute. It is very cute. It's a cat. Because a lot of people have this vision of that mistresses, especially evil Eva, would be, you know, but this, this, it's evil. It's, you're going to immediately get and, and hurt, but you don't. You, you know, you're, there's lots of hugging and touching, and you've got a cute little cat, and you're in sparkly shoes, and it's not like that. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, she can be. 
sound is louder than the thing. Is that true? Yeah. I'm just going to call you KL. How's That's that? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I like it when she reacts with pain, okay. which she did by lifting this shoulder a little bit. Right. Which told me that I got what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, because it's smart. <laughs> we have also nipple uh, clamps. By Spartacus. Oh, she's having fun. Yeah, she's starting to drop. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I've never done nipple play, um, but impact. Oh, yeah. We've just started. enjoy it when she's in pain. <laughs> she is a sadist. But only for a little bit of pain, not too much pain. So removing them, seeing the expression on her face that she's in pain and how she's dealing with it gives me shivers. <laughs> she's given me pain. She's hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> that's the difference. That's the difference. Okay, that's a great, um, that's a great example. So what would you do differently with her? How, how do you handle that differently if you haven't played with her? Be nice. Be nice. Yeah, I'll take the... Um, the one that's in the middle there. Yeah. Well, you want that one. Yes, please. Yes, nice. All right. On the back. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so I've never played with her before, so I would not go as hard on her okay. as I would on him. I'm not going to leave marks on her. I'm not going to go there. Same thing goes, same color thing. 
See how I'm going much lighter? Mm. If I play this a few times, this would not be happening. Good. Colors coming out. You have to see them. In symmetry. It was orange. It was Halloween. Okay. Don't use it. <laughs> so that one is the last one that you need to okay. use on me. This one would hurt. Because it hasn't been used on me. A lot. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. It looks harmless. It's pleasant. It looks like a skipping rope. So any toys that I buy that I'm going to use on someone need to get used on me first, always. So I know what they feel like. And that's the last one. And I'm being very gentle. This can actually cause some actual pain. Yeah. Get over it. Does it feel Spartacus? Love it, don't you? Yes, I love it. Yes, yes. I'm give you three more. One, two, and one nice good one. Three. There you go. Thank you. You did it. You did it. Now I can use it on you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the joy on Edith's face. It's the absolute abject joy. <laughs> All right. So I know are, we have a head in your chat questions. No chat questions in terms of what people would like to hear. I know that they've, you know, it's, it's, it's the marks, right? So how long do they take to heal, Sparta? Oh. Um, so that depends really on the level. Well, your, your ass is, is bright red. Yeah. It, it's surprisingly, the pain goes away quickly. The redness, it'll be a few days. Um, one couple played with me and, you know, they check in on you after a day, next day. I said, every few minutes, I get a reminder of our time together. <laughs> all right. But, but you, you know, your voice doesn't change. She's hitting you. Your voice doesn't change at all. Now, how sexualized is this for both of you? Um, it's starting I'm not, to. I'm not very sexual um, with, with Peter. I know. You're she's a friend. Yes. Yes. On a scale of but, one to ten, it's probably about a three. But I still get my kicks. About a three. Okay. And does and and it it just because of the nature of today, or because does that happen regularly? No, that's probably how it is for me regularly. Yeah. Okay. So it's very, this is very different for you than just sex. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And do you and do the two lines blur for you at times, or is it just like does this foreplay for you, or is this just a separate? We're just going to. Oh no, this is just a separate play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I know that a lot of people are going to go, huh, that's not what I was hoping for. <laughs> 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 but 
they are but, hoping for again. It, 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 yeah, it, 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 no, I think I think my choice. That's so your I'm, absolutely. Yeah. And, we're and like I said, like if I was in the bedroom where there was kink going on, it's a different setting. Yes. So right. it's completely different. Yeah. Okay. Because exactly. I think they don't do this in the bedroom. Yeah. Is the swing up? Is the swing up? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do we see no. you? Can no. we, and we can finish. And I'd love to see your room in terms of how that, how you navigate that, Spartacus. Um, yeah. But I mean, as far as like the sexual part, I mean, this can be erotic. Can be. That is very erotic to me. Oh my. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Now imagine this, but with someone hurting you. <laughs> you can incorporate all sorts. I mean, it's some of the hottest times I've had. I've been restrained. Right. Okay. So so does it feel like a culmination or do you have to finish with something or just does this feel like a well because Sparty had quite a bit of beating you can show how the aftercare is okay. me okay I'm the worst person for aftercare okay I'll, I'll just throw you the blanket and tell you to kill yes. a nap or something kill one Oh, I don't know that I want to see your room please let's see that yes. The other space that we have. So, what are the most common finishes? What are the common ones? Foot fetish, sissy fetish. Because uh, there's there's a whole lot of people that like to dress up. Just pet play. Okay, so, so okay, stop there. So, foot fetish, we most of us get, but sometimes it's bare feet, sometimes it's shoes. Mm -hmm. Sissy, sissy play is just define that for me. It's basically uh, turning a boy into a girl for the day, turning him to my or somebody slept. Okay, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and they get to be a girl, you know, vicariously. Yeah. And that part's fine. Yeah, we started hosting uh, parties just for uh, cross dressers and trans, and uh, we called it ABC and everything. Um, just no in between. A safe space for people to come out and dress up. We have a makeup uh, section, and um, it was the first party we had a cross dresser, 50 something years old from uh, outside of Ottawa. It was their first time in public nice. dressing up, and that made it worthwhile right there. Absolutely. They had been dressing in the closet their whole life, and uh, yeah, that was awesome. So, what else? You've got so, so foot fetish, sissy play, what else did you say? Uh, pet play? Give me an example of that. Okay, um, for example, I've had uh, some missives that I, you know, call them pigs because they're disgusting pigs. And that's, and they like that, that's, the, that's part of it. And sometimes, you know, you'll actually put a pig mask on them or they're oink, or some people are into, you know, kitty play. You know, they want to be their daddy's kitty cat, you know, you're like bump butt with a little tail sticking out and, you know, horse play and, and it depends on. Okay, so there's. It doesn't mean that you're literally into animals. Yeah. It's your, like, an alter ego of, and, you know, I feel okay. inside, I'm a wolf, so. Okay. And then that's a great way to yeah. explain it. So you have those three. Are there, are there other more common ones as well? Um, I said age play. That's one. And so they want to be a baby or they want to be. Which doesn't mean that you're into babies. I understand, but it's about defining that for people, right? That yeah. if, if you feel like you want to do that, mm -hmm. that doesn't make it wrong or bad. It just means that, that you're acting out this in a safe way. Yeah. 
Yeah, and some people, I mean, they're into only, you know, uh, like masochism. They're not into the dressing up. They just want to receive pain They or just humiliation. Okay, so masochism means you like pain. A status means you like inflicting pain, right? Yeah, so that's, yes. yes. So for some people who don't know the terms, yeah. that's, but that you see that a lot. Yeah, or I'm a sadomasochist, I'm both. Okay, you like receiving pain yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's also a daddy baby girl relationships where, um, you know, they don't have to be younger, but you just sort of, you're the dom daddy. Um, that's another dynamic right there. I've had uh, baby girls in the past who just were, you know, like to wear the pink in the uh, sort of, uh, you know, hello kitty kind of like oh, dynamic. Um, I wasn't comfortable with it at first being the daddy. It grew on me. Okay. As I got older, of course, too, it just naturally fit. But okay, and any, anything else that I've missed in terms of? Oh God, it's like things aren't even like really fetishes because I mean, a fetish is really an inanimate object, I right? Think. No, no, but all right, I said kink. Some so people like, like electrical. Uh, just say electro wax play, mm -hmm. wax suspension, firefly, rope play. They like to be tied up and and hoisted up. They like um, candle wax to right. be sounding. How about, can you explain that? Because we talked about that briefly. Because okay. when we when mm -hmm. I met with with, uh, with um, Mr. Siva, you talked about that, and that that's a whole thing unto itself. So mm -hmm. maybe you can explain it to people. Okay, sounding is a. Can we make this really simple? It's mm -hmm. it's an actual medical procedure. It's meant to stretch a urethra. Right, which so, is the tube that you urinate out of, you pee out of, yeah, right? So pee pee hole, pee pee hole. Up. I shove it with metal. Okay. There you go. In a nutshell, that it's a long metal tube, and it has various gauges over wider and wider and wider, and it is meant to stretch your urethra. But some but people it, find it, it pleasurable. Hurt. It can hurt, but if you stick within, you know, where big your peel is, and don't stretch it, it's actually I don't know from personal experience, but I've heard it's quite enjoyable. Okay, like okay. almost to the point of orgasm. It looks painful, but there's no pain. Okay, a lot of lube and a lot of pleasure, and okay, so that's that. Maybe that's another. You know, a duckling Zoom event, right? <laughs> you can sound, everybody. You can sound a willing participant. That would be interesting. It would be very interesting for a lot of people to figure that out, right? In terms of, of, of getting that. All right, Spartacus, will you show us your room? Please? Sure. Okay. So we wanted to design a space where, you know, obviously it was uh, kink comfortable and uh, people would want to come back and play. Um, so welcome to my room. Okay, that's a great question. Um, I, that's definitely Storm's influence there above my bed. Um, blood play is a, a very unique fetish. I'm not into it myself, but um, it can be another thing too of trust, um, almost vampiristic. Mm -hmm. um, so wanted to design space, like I said, where you can have fun. It, BDSM, I mean, sometimes uh, with people, I'm deciding whether to bring them into the playroom or bedroom. Um, usually it's playroom first, bedroom earned. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you can have also. So you were talking about the strap-ons. I mean, that's a strap-on with a vibrator as well. Mm -hmm. So... So, so, so you would have the pleasure or your partner who was wearing the strap on? Yeah, that partner receiving would get most of that pleasure. Absolutely. But, um, Storm has some that scare me, so size-wise. 
we start off small and work up big. Big. Show, show, show us the red one, just for kicks and giggles. So the red one um, is terrifying. Is, yes. I, I find it terrifying. Oh my God. Yes, that, <laughs> is, uh, that is most for anal. Yes. This would be, yes. Uh, that, that, that would, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's You would massive. stretch them out with this. Not everyone would take that, and it might take a while, but people do stretch. Yeah, they do. Okay. So, yeah, you have to have the uh, know their limits. I mean, lube and condoms, obviously, very important. Massage tools. So, and, you have, and you have a swing. And we have the swing. So, yes. Um, you want to strap me in there? Um, not just this minute, but I mean, it's it's uh, yeah. yeah, it's 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 the right level, but <laughs> it is the right level. All right. Yeah. Perfect. So important things that you have in your bedroom. Fun. All right. So is there anything else that you find that people go, "Wow, this is you know," because you have your own implements here. My own toys. Yes. Um, We've had a no. question from somebody who's asked about choking. Hmm. So choking, um, I've experimented with choking. Um, it can, it's very dangerous. Yes, it's important um, to try this at home folks without so, yes. Yeah, I don't pretend to be a professional at it. I've uh, experimented with it and um, it's really something that you have to build trust with a partner. Um, you got to learn how to do it properly. Got to learn a whole bunch of nonverbal signals. Yeah, um, it's all about consent, obviously, and um, yeah, um, it's oh. good. people call it breath play. Actually. Breath play. Okay, so we've been taking questions from people, and I know we've had a few more where where somebody said that you know that that normally, like in this particular case, you weren't erect. No. Do you normally, is that, is that, because everybody's worried, you know, even if you're just going to a nudist event, that, oh my God, we're going to be erect, or it's going to be, I'm going to be embarrassed because I'm going to have that kind of visceral reaction. You, your nipples got hard when you were being turned on, you were being touched because mm -hmm. it's a, it's, it's a physiological reaction. Yeah. But you said that out of, as a sexual thing, it was only a three out of 10. Yeah. What about you? Would you find that? No. I mean, um, on my 50th birthday, I had uh, 12 different women and one man take a turn at me. One of the women was memorable because she would get me aroused. And as soon as she did get me aroused, she would start hitting me and then stop and get me aroused. And, but um, I've only in all my years seen one person who got erect from being hit. Okay. Whereas me, it would yeah. lose my erection. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so I was like, oh my God, he's getting hard and she's hitting him. Um, that's that obviously it. yes. It doesn't yeah. happen very often. Not with me, no. And 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 not with people generally. It's but, just uh, take control away from me, and that's a turn on. Okay. Yeah. So so if you get tied up, or you or she or or, or what Eva did, where she grabbed you, yes. like that. That yes. was that. Those particular things. Because I am six foot four, one ninety pounds. I'm an alpha. To give that control to someone mm -hmm. is a turn on. Okay, so to be able to take take over that. I was domed by a five foot nothing uh, girl who, you know, it was just a turn on to allow her that control to slap me in the face repeatedly. Um, it was like the power exchange. Yes. Yeah, there was definitely a turn on factor there. Yeah, it's, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, there is. No, 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 yeah, really. absolutely. No. I tell everybody that it that that giving up power and taking power away that is the one piece that that really that really crosses lines. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that works. So I know we have a couple more questions. Where are you going to go? 
couple more questions. What do we have? All the pulling hair. Pulling hair? Well, doing it from oh, behind. and topping from the bottom. Okay, so can you explain that? So, you know, I could do it, but I want you to explain what's what's what's, what's topping what's topping from the bottom. Um, basically, when the bottom or the submissive or the slave the, or the person getting hit, yes, the person receiving, <laughs> right, um, decides that they uh, are in control or they feel like they are in control and they try to essentially control the scene or their talk. Tell, tell you, tell you what they tell want. Tell you what they want and how to do it and when to do it. And, and you want to smack them yeah. harder. And yeah, <laughs> negotiations are okay, but there's, you know, that, you know, you lose the power then, you know, you have to. Okay. But what about, what about the hair pulling? Who doesn't love that? Mm. Who doesn't ends. love that? Okay. On yeah, both ends. Some you're looking at it. Hair. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to have hair and, <laughs> and yeah, very, very much so. Yeah. From, getting fucked from behind mm -hmm. yeah just grab a handful of hair and just I even think pull that's it awesome. back yeah okay. so for now like the question with choking came up so because I don't have hair now not necessarily like forceful choking but just having the hands around your throat is enough to just mm -hmm. oh yeah <laughs> okay all right so in terms of of is there other pieces that you found like if, if I had to ask you about the most unusual thing you know, the, the big thing that people are going to go, they're going to raise a few eyebrows on that. And that's a great story. What what else have you had that you went, holy smokes, this is unusual? Saran wrap. Saran wrap. Okay. Some people like to be wrapped with saran. You buy it from dollar stores this tall. Uh -huh. And you just go round and round and round and complete like this. And then you leave them for a while. <laughs> And that's what they like. Yeah. And they enjoy that. Yes. Okay. It was, yeah, yeah. The 1950s, you know, good housekeeping, right? When you come with the door dressed and nothing but saran wrap with your, yeah, the cocktail. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. So that's, that's a close. What about you? What, what experiences have you had that you went, wow, this is really unusual? Okay. Some of them I won't, you know, yeah, say yeah, yeah, too much, but you know, something kind of tame. A lot of guys, um, I have a piss fetish. Mm -hmm. um, I like to pee on everything. And I love to make my subs like, pee on their clothes and make them drive home in it, make them walk down the street and they're covering their own piss, make them go to work, make them go back to their wife. Okay. Cover them in my pee and it makes them feel good because they're wearing my essence and okay. happy. I that's a, you know, an odd thing. Is I had somebody who enjoyed being locked up in my trunk while I drove around did my errands. <laughs> and he was naked in my trunk. <laughs> okay. So. That one I haven't heard of. That's good because, you know, because I said, I, as a therapist, I've seen lots, right? And I've had lots of people and I'm, I'm about doing the, you know, what, what happens is, is fetishes start, you know, anywhere between the ages of eight and 15 and in this, what's called an indelible pathway, right? So something happens and I had a, I've had a lot of cowboys and Indian play with that, that yellow skipping rope, you know, that, you know, getting tied up and yeah. boom, or I know a lot of, People, you know, the guy from Vancouver who nothing but rained all the time, and he had that thing about those yellow raincoats. So he needed the, the yeah. yes, so the ponchos, or he, in his particular case, he needed the green garbage bags in order to ejaculate. Oh wow! All right. So again, that so that you just be like that's a matter of course, right? It's mm -hmm. close to your surrounding that thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at one like on more than one occasion during the parties that I throw, uh, some ladies decided they wanted to be gang. Mm. Like, right. like a just gangbang, mm. right? Yeah. Gangbanged. Yes. Which uh, they they do like sometimes on their birthday or something like that. And so you and five of your closest friends come over here and service me, or is it like, no, no we're gonna throw you down and we are gonna take you and you're gonna take it all. 
Yeah, in whatever orifice we want. Everybody in the party that wants to participate can participate. Okay, happy birthday to you. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Exactly. Sign me up, Evil Diva. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is, that, is that you? Yeah, that's on my uh, fetish bucket list. Is so, gang so bang. explain that. So gangbang, so you set the rules saying All right, no anal unless I know them. Oh, no, or... anal is awesome. Anal is awesome. Anal okay, is awesome. so if somebody's at a party, provided they've got condoms, yeah. you are, any orifice they want to use. Any orifice they use. Um, just my only restriction is um, not too much, I guess, physical pain, like be rough. Uh -huh. but not like a full on rough rape scene. Yeah. yeah um, you I mean, have your way for sure. But um, no bruising and no. Don't yeah. make it violent. Yeah. Don't, don't make, make it violent. It violent. Yeah. There's enough. a difference between violence and. Absolutely. And, yeah. 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 So how often would that happen at one of your parties? I would say at least once a year. Okay. Yeah, so you want to be, yeah, you want to be in, Definitely <laughs> in not that party. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so what in, in terms of because the party that I was at, I wasn't here that long and I came to, to see it and, and because I would have been invited obviously before COVID, this was last fall a year ago. Mm. And it was again, it was very, uh, very much about you know sitting and talking and visiting and a little bit of play, but it wasn't the big thing. And I think that, that people go to these things expecting you know lightning to strike the sky to open up and there to be all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, people coming out of closets, eyes wide shut. ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっ
kiss me, whatever it is. I want three orgasms by the time Turn I Turn me over, pull me yeah, over. Yeah. Do what you yeah. want to do. Make me feel like I'm the woman and you're so the macho man. Okay. Yeah. And again, it's the sex roles and, and where that yes. is. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, that's, I think that's everybody it. has a switch in them to some level. Like mm-hmm. you can't be just one. Yeah, one. I, I would say that's, that's true. Fluids. You know, this year maybe you're feeling more dominant and maybe next year you need to take a break from it because your life is going that way or your thoughts are changing. So right. when we first started uh, seeing each other, et cetera, I had said to her at some point within, I think, six months, I never want to be your collared sub. <laughs> I love your color, by the way. Sometime four years later, suddenly I was her collared sub. Okay. No one else has ever collared me. Okay. All right. Because I think that that piece around understanding what you need, right? I tell people as a sex therapist, I'm the needs business, mm-hmm. right? It's about what you need. You may want the kitchen sink, but what do you need, right? You may need to inflict pain occasionally. You may need to, you may need to have that cathartic. But I see it a lot with, you know, people who've been abused or, you know, that they need to get to that place because the subspace is the only place where they can just let it go, mm-hmm. right? Be, be able to give up control, especially if you, you know, if you're, you know, you see it more dominatrices per capita in Washington, D.C. or places where there are lots yes. of men in positions of power. Mm-hmm. This is a city where there's lots of men in positions of power who tend to be submissive sexually. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we have a disproportionate number of professional dominants in this city, right? Because we have the market for it. I'm an alpha in my day-to-day job and uh, I love relinquishing control occasionally. So, you know, um, I'm also demisexual myself. I can't, uh, I need a relationship, a connection with that person um, before we do anything else. So. Okay. Then a question about the difference between an alpha versus a warrior sub. Do you have any comment on that? Or is it the same stuff, just different, different labels? An alpha is not a sub. Yeah. No, you can be an alpha sub. Uh, You're the topping from the bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you just want to that, that, that may apply to me, the alpha sub. Okay. I mean, you know, I do, uh, I do have that Spartan sort of uh, warrior ethic uh, where I can take it. I can take anything. But, you know, at the same time, I'm being sub. What about the whole brat playing, pushing back, right? That bratness. Oh, she doesn't tolerate. I fucking, I hate it. I I like a little bit of brattiness to get me to play harder. You know, you wiggle your ass or you kind of lightly tease a morning session. But you pull that brat shit with me, you are not getting played with. You're going to be locked up in the corner or whatever it is that you don't want. Whether it's me disconnecting from you entirely. Like, I just... Either you cooperate and, and show me the respect that I deserve or see you later. I figure there are grown-ass adults have like one. I okay. Maybe you. That's, 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 that's pretty clear, <laughs> yeah. right? Is that right? Because there's a lot of people you should that know how to behave by now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So if there, if there was one thing that you were going to tell somebody who's new, who's scared, what would you say to them? Right. Because, um, you, you know, you've had, yeah. you know, all of this play and been touched and yeah. and had, you know, negotiated consent yeah. and, and whatever. Right. I keep wanting to go through this little puzzle. <laughs> <I'm talking laughs> oh, you can do that. Can I do that? Yeah, it's that. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, in, in terms of, of, of being able to negotiate the touch. Yeah. And, and But if, is there somebody, something that you'd say that you would, because I think there's a lot of people that are worried about discretion. Yeah. There are people who are. You know, it's a small town, their parents, you're all of that, and, and you can do that. But they said it's yeah. about safe 
safety, right? And the trusting key, people. Yeah, the key is whoever you found to play with your play partner is to well before, not even the night of the time that you play, you sit down, you get together over coffee, tea, a drink or whatever, and you talk about what are your boundaries? You know, what do you like? What do you don't like? Um, what are our safe words? And you develop that um, rapport, that relationship first, you know, and if you're not feeling the connection with that person that you're chatting with, then you don't play with that partner. So it's developing that relationship beforehand before you even get into a placing. Because there's so many people who have no idea what they want. Like no idea. They don't even know where to start, especially women, right? You say to guys, give me the fantasy list. And most men, not all of them, but most of them will give you a laundry list. You know, yes, I don't know if you've yeah. hit all your respect. There are two women, three women. I, I, you know, I want, I want to hang from the kitchen ceiling. I want, you know, I want, I want to do it on the golf green, all that. Yeah. For women, they don't know. You have to go, you know, I want to dress up like a teddy bear. I want, I want sex covered in whipped cream, you know, and you yeah. they go through the list and the hunky firefighter, you go, oh, oh that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And sometimes it does take experimenting too, right? Once you develop that relationship that you want to play with that person, then it's like, I don't, maybe I don't know what I like and going through the different scenes and experimenting, you know. And to be able to normalize it. So, yeah. so what I like about this is I said, I spend my days as a therapist trying to make sure people don't feel like they're mutants for, yeah. having, for being kinky, that they're not perverts, that they're not, they don't need to be ostracized that everybody has something it may not be the same thing but everybody has something and it's normalized so mm -hmm. in terms of feeling that's, like that's that. the beauty about fat life is mm -hmm. that you get to come to the group and express what you want or what you think you may want or whatever you express it's all something we're proud of doing right. just Speak. It's a great thing about you. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's really like a safe space, it is. a safe, non-judgmental space. I tell people it's the Facebook of the fetish community. It's okay. no different. You make okay. friends, you post things. Um, One of the questions we had was, was, do you have any advice for somebody who wants to be a dom, like to learn to, to dominate somebody kind of like you two? And is there any, and how would you be mentored? about that actually mr yeah. storm does have yeah like i i went a few years ago once i started going hmm you know um i, I ended up getting requests for sessions all the time sessions right but i didn't i wasn't an expert at anything in particular i just you know played and played and played but i um but it eventually became somewhat professional and at that point i was like okay let's take this seriously so i went to other tops in the community I went to the people that I saw as, you know, well-known, well-respected. And I said, hey, you're really good at caning. Can you show me the ropes? Right. Or, you know, and when it came to maybe attitude and posture and how I acted and stuff like that, I'd see other pro-dominance or lifestyle dominance, which are essentially the same, but one gets paid and one just does it for fun. Right. And through many, many, many people, I learned a lot about it. And that's what I would suggest. Go find people that you know and trust and that have some experience. Or and in fact, life, we do have people that post that they're doing, um, they're teaching rope, they're teaching whipping, they're teaching flogging, they're teaching mm -hmm. something. So we do have this going on in Fet Life usually. Okay, so for people who don't know, sign up for your FetLife.com yeah. and you guys all have FetLife yep. profiles, right? Oh, yeah. Mr. Storm, evil, evil Diva, right? 
karmic K- lover. Karmic lover and, and Spartacus. So if you want to send, don't ask them to, you know, come over and you know, be your new best friend. No. <laughs> but if you want to send them a nice note <laughs> and say thanking them for their, their time and ask them a, a respectful question, you may, you know, be happy to take a, a You may a or may not get an answer from me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, then. Well, it's good to know, but you, you know, but there you go. You have opportunities to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of, of starting, when you say you'd start with that. Yeah. All right, anything you want to end on? I know we said we we talked about that, but we had, I know you said you were going to do a little bit of, of is there anything in the scene that you haven't done that you would like to, to so, show? So, I mean, we didn't get played with hard um, to our levels, I guess, but the, the only thing we didn't really show you is the cuddling on the couch aftercare. Like, we literally... Um, have blankets for that and many people have their own special blanket um you know with a sub i would uh, get a blanket together something that means something to them for that aftercare so it's like i said uh, just an important part of the after a hard session you want those cuddles they need cuddles sometimes blankies water and a snack yes just they just you know they have an endorphin drop sometimes right mm-hmm. so give them some like a cookie if I was giving a sub aftercare, it might be cuddles on the couch. Uh, her, it would be suck it up. <laughs> yeah. give you water in a You're not yeah. bleeding, are you? Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Fair enough. So, and, and Eve is much softer in terms of, of looking at that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it's, but again, it's, it's, and, and, I, and you two are great because you're illustrations of, because I think everybody has this vision of what a dominatrix is. We're all different. They're all different, right? You're a bit Somebody badass. Yeah, you're a bit badass. I know so. I know, you know you're nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have had, you know, and there's other people, right, that, that have done it, you know, with the, with different, you know, different. And I, I said, I had a, a German girlfriend who was the tall, almost six foot tall blonde. And she, she didn't take tip from anybody ever on anything I know I saw I saw back you know the old breathless club I saw mistress Jen wailing on somebody and I thought that guy was gonna have to be hospitalized like she hit him <laughs> like he needed to stay hit right so everybody's got different versions and some people it's not about that it's as you said the five foot nothing person who grabs you by the thing and, and smacks you across the face with their little hand yeah. and says I'm taking control on your knees, boy, and and you're yeah. like, yep, you yeah, get it. Exactly, and I mean, I will let uh, a female do that to me. A male, I am by a male uh, would have to be quite the alpha to me to do submit to them. Okay. I mean, to women, I tend to submit out of respect and uh, chivalry almost. Yeah. That's, so. nice. That's really nice. So anything else you want to end with? Are we, uh, do we feel like we've done that? And this is a, this is a, 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 a nice evening. We're missing our parties, right? Because COVID, oh, and you, you would have them. How, how often would you have them? Once a month for, um, for the FetLife uh, mm-hmm. members and for the uh, cross-dressing. Cross-dressing, yeah. we have one party. Well, we are, as, soon as, as soon as we're able to, we will, we will invite the ducks and we'll have a hell of a party here. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I can't wait. We will bring you lots of food and yummies and, and you've already seen it. So, you know, it's demystified. It'll be like coming for the second time and we'll do that. So thank you very much for your thank time. You. I really, thank really you. appreciate thank that. You. So we are going to uh, wrap up. If we have any questions, I will help both either field them myself 
or pass them on to the panel of experts. I've got some other ones doing that. So this is our first one. Everybody, thank you so much for, uh, yay. I know. We'll see how that, I'll get, I'm gonna get feedback in terms of people not being able to log in or the technology <laughs> or, or how does that work? Um, we've had a photographer here, you've been hearing the clicks, but, uh, and, and that's, he's also gonna be one of the two photographers we have at Boudoir. We had to have people on the hour because it's COVID. Mm. It's just down the street, November 1st. Mm. Boudoir's is, oh yes. Boudoir's oh. new place? It's amazing. Yeah. A world, we have a, a world-class makeup artist. She won all kinds of awards and two photographers, Paul being one of them. So it's, uh, I know. I've been, to, they had it somewhere else. No, this one, no? this one is just no, a double one. This is just ours. So oh, you have not okay. been to one of ours. Okay. Oh. This is this is a private, there's food okay. and mimosas. And so if you haven't done that, maybe something to think about. So that's our only live event as soon as we get out of the uh we tried to host this event in april we tried to host this event in july thank you again for uh, for having us here at least we're embracing the zoom we're all again. trying so again take care everybody we're gonna end this have a good evening have a happy saturday night we'll see you soon all right so we're ending this can we can we do that and thank you again everybody thanks Paul. thank you bye Grown Up Sex Ed with Suma Garvey. To be sure you don't miss any future episodes, give that subscribe button a spanking. It's free. <laughs> You'll be glad you did. This is Grown Up Sex Ed, the podcast that will give you the sex education you always wished for in high school. And it's definitely not your mother's sex ed. Your host is sex therapist Sue McGarvey. Sex fetishes are way more robust and specific than people think, and most people have one. What's your fetish, Rick? Do you have one? Um, yeah, but uh, I'm not going to tell anyone. All right. So I'll think of other ones that I can that, talk that about. You can talk about. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because I mean, you know, in a uh, in a monogamous relationship, sometimes the the coda of fetishes is a very private I, thing. I, I appreciate that. I, you wasn't know, trying, but, uh, I wasn't trying to put you on the spot. How dare apologies. you, Sue? I yeah. I see your game. No, but let's see. I have a thing for men with facial hair. I really. You were saying. Yeah. I do. I really. But is that a fetish or a preference? I don't know. It's pretty. It's like it's, we, I'd call it a fetish if you made a man glue facial hair on. <laughs> In order, to, in order to scruff you by your then it would be then it would be a fetish you know having a beard is a preference but no, no I demand it's, this it's demand glue they, this beard on they, they don't shave yeah, put on this Santa costume oh, <laughs> oh Santa oh and the soft beard in the North, there you go. The North Pole oh, the boy. candy cane yes the, yes come here uh, okay, well. say, oh Santa I've been a bad girl well maybe you can help him find the South Pole uh, yeah uh, I think that would be good I have I totally have a Santa thing too right? oh, it's just the big, the, oh come on I have Every year I go at Carlingwood and sit on his lap and oh. uh, I get a picture of me and Santa. Wow. Every year. Everybody knows to expect the picture of I think Facebook. Santa should ask for more money. Uh, <laughs> well, if, come on, I, I wiggle. If you're there getting sexual thrills, that's, I, that's I a higher... And I you know, I'm not sure if I'm wearing underwear or not. Because I, I don't wear a lot of underwear during COVID because there's no bathrooms open. And I have a bladder like a gerbil. I had a 10 pound baby. I've never peed the same since. So I find I sit on the grass and leave little puddles. Oh, so that's oh. the only way, that's the way I, because otherwise I plan my adventures based on where the bathrooms are going to be. No yeah. one's inviting you to the picnic. That's for sure. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs>
I fell in something. What's going on? Ah, right, so, sure is slippery over here. So specific <laughs> fetishes. I have had had clients. A lot of the, a lot of nylon, a lot of that yellow skipping rope stuff. They tied up cowboys and Indians. Mm. I've had uh, I had a bunch with a um, lot of feet. I have to. I apparently have really. I have you know not a lot of great body parts, but apparently I have really great feet. Yeah, foot so fetishes are a big deal. They're a yeah. big deal. So I have one guy that I have to not be wearing sandals during the session because he can't do the whole session with me. Wow. I know. I wow, know. Wow. Jeez. So, I mean, I experimented like many people, of course, in the early years of going. Oh, what wild and exciting kinds of sex so I, I certainly tried out different you know the tie tie each other up stuff and things like that eh, but you know I just never found anything that was quite as yet my thing but having said that I'm still open you know I'm always trying to convince my wife to try something else mm-hmm. yeah yeah she's not up for jello all smeared all over your body or... well who's cleaning that up right <laughs> so I mean there's your first question like yeah, the drop sheets from dollar store, any fetish right? has got to go okay and then we're spent sexually and then we're in the middle of a bunch of dildos and a, a an exploding whipped cream bottle or something like you know who's cleaning it up right like which actually maybe that's a service you could do you could sell a service as the cleanup guy after the sex party, you know, and just <laughs> yuck. It's all right. I don't make judgments. I'm here. I clean up. That's fine, you know. I you know, special rinse that gets off the gels and things. And yeah, no, no, thanks. Well, I, I'm just trying to make work for the economy. I, that's perfect. <laughs> that's good. I need good. I need to be thinking that. Grown up sex ed with Suma Garvey. To be sure you don't miss any future episodes. Give that subscribe button a spanking. It's free. Hmm. You'll be glad you did.